0: Welcome to episode 55 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I cover chapters 59 through 63 of Tracy Wolf's Covet, and in this episode, we finally enter Folly's treehouse and learn where the Blacksmith has been. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. What's up, guys? It's episode 55. Ooh. Super super exciting episode today um we- it's not it's not
1: like the chapter 55 that we all know i
0: know
1: it's, a, it's 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 gonna be zero spice yeah no
0: chapter <laughs> 55 and chill unfortunately um you yeah. a very select few will get that reference but if you do we love you <laughs> guys be sure to join our facebook group i just saw that we had somebody join today that is crave the book podcast tea room come hang out with us come chat with us um we have you got
1: automatic member approval on because every time i go to accept someone <laughs> they've already been accepted yeah, admin assist <laughs> or is that phoenix <laughs> I,
0: it's, it's either phoenix or it's our admin assist um letting them in I'm not sure but either way welcome to everybody who has joined I did want to point out that we we received an email from um from a listener it was quite long otherwise I would read it um but she basically was very upset at us for hating on Jackson as much as we do because she wants us to love both of the Vega brothers evenly and I do want to point out that a majority of our listeners are going to be younger than us I would assume I don't know I yeah, we oh uh, well, I, actually, I'm not sure. I think that we have a, a pretty even mix, but it's always it's always our younger listeners, um who I think get upset at us when we hate on Jackson. And it's not necessarily let let me be clear. I don't hate Jackson just like everybody else in the first book. i I was digging Jackson. Because that's how Tracy... I was not. Well, Tracy intended... (laughs) You have to consider what Tracy intended when she wrote the books. There's a reason that Tracy wrote the books the way that she did. And I am just following the maze with the cheese in it that Tracy wrote for me. She wrote the book with a very defined path where you're supposed to fall for Jackson. You're supposed to hurt when Jackson and... Grace's mating bond is severed, but by that time, you've already built a relationship to Hudson and formed trust with Hudson, and then the relationship with Hudson begins. That is what it was intended. If you don't like that particular path, that's okay, but understand that I'm enjoying the books as they're intended. Amber's enjoying the books as they're intended. We hate on Jackson a lot, but we're doing that as 30-year-old women who have been married and with, you know— I've been with my husband for 12 years, so I'm calling out um, unhealthy behavior that I am observing from a teenager. Uh, I'm looking at this from the perspective of, and I know that a lot of you know our young listeners are like, ah, she sounds like my mom, but I have a 10-year-old daughter, so I also, not only do I get to like live as that teenage girl reading this series and enjoying this series and pretending that I'm a high schooler again and falling in love with the hot boy vampires. At the same time, I'm also looking at this realistically, like, okay, if my daughter was dating this little (laughs) douchebag, like... And he's not that bad. Um, Jackson, to me, is not nearly as bad as Edward Cullen is. And, you know, I, I was totally a, an Edward Cullen fangirl. Oh, Christian Grey. Yeah, Christian, well, Christian Grey is an entirely different type of abusive. He's not. Well, Christian Grey was Edward. Yeah, yeah. It was a fanfic. So. Christian, but I feel that Christian was written to be a lot more severe because he incorporates in not, not, just kink abuse but actual physical um physical abuse out of actual rage as opposed to you know fantasy he's not acting out scenes for the sake of fantasy in at the end of the first 50 shades book he really wails on uh on anna (laughs) He does. Like And he is enjoying harming her. He's enjoying doing her harm. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the extreme. I think that Edward is definitely worse than Jackson. Um, but Jackson still, he's not a little saint. Um, I'm not saying... The vampires are different, though. They're, they're, they're different. Like I think a lot of
1: Edward's quandary um, was that he genuinely could harm Bella at, at any given point. He didn't trust himself
0: yeah no, I completely and I agree with that as well in going I'm rereading them again. I re- always reread them in August. um and now I've read them so many times that I'm to the point where I'm not even seeing them as like when I used to read them, I was all in love with the characters and now I'm reading them almost like I'm looking in on a friend's relationship because i'm I'm I've <laughs> lost my attraction for the characters in that romantic way um. And and I'm almost, like, observing them as people a lot more, which allows me to be more critical of their behavior. You almost have to, in order to observe good behavior and bad behavior when it comes to love interests, you almost have to view them as if they are not somebody that you're romantically interested in. So just to, to, to summarize, um, we don't dislike Jackson. He's fine. Um, but... I can add ab- Hudson's the better choice. Hudson is the better choice. And if he wasn't, the book wouldn't be about him. If you have, you know, if you prefer Jackson, I understand it the same as many people prefer Tamlin and A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I also notice it a lot. I notice it a lot with readers from specific countries. And I've said this before because I feel that there are some countries where, like, the woman, hoorah, don't need no man mentality um the the female strong protagonist is what is aspired towards america the u k that's where amber and I are from. We are very much woman who rod don't you know that you don't need no man <laughs> you're a strong independent woman, however, but secretly in the bedroom we are exactly exactly and then and then when when they when they come and puff their chest at just the right moment, then it's like, okay, I'll have a little bit of that. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I also noticed that there are countries where that's not the standard. We have to talk about the social norms of countries where the male role is to primarily be the protector and the female role is to stand by and be the moral support. And when that's the norm and that's what you've grown up with your entire life, that's perfectly fine. Or if you're young and you haven't yet experienced the restraint of having a man tell you that, you know, oh, you are you can't do that because you're a woman. You know, if you haven't ever had that happen to you, that's fantastic. I'm very, very happy for you. Um, but it it really does change your perception. So just keep in mind that there are cultural differences. The way that you were raised, the way that we were raised, the things that we find um, to be attractive based on our age and life experience. And you know, like I said, me having been married for uh, for twelve years, um, and I got with my husband when I was the same age that Grace is supposed to be right now, and I could not imagine being with. A Jackson-like character without without him changing, if he were to just remain a constant, um, I would not find that to be a tolerable relationship. So, yeah, no, I would feel quite like
1: suffocated and stifled. Yeah, but I also, I also, I. I don't know whether it's like a, a a part of Grace's character, but she always wants to go and see them, and she always wants to be with me. So she never really, obviously, wants to be alone, and that's very much part of my life. So I haven't really seen her actually function
0: without Jackson or Hudson there. Yeah, and she doesn't know what to do when she's alone. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm re-, re- I'm reading Crush with Taylor now, and. Um, she talks about anytime Hudson wasn't in her head, she's she felt she didn't know what to do. She felt completely, you know, isolated. She didn't. She just walked around her bedroom touching things because she didn't know <laughs> what to do with herself. Yeah. Which also isn't.
1: So i i would like to I would like to see some character development there, where she actually is a bit more independent of them. And that does not mean that she's grown out of them or moved on from them. It means that she's becoming her own person. But she's so. Enveloped in their world, that she's incapable of having a day without
0: leaning on other people. Yeah, I mean, I think we saw some Um, of that towards the end of um, when during court. I think we saw a little bit more grace, independent or independence beginning to flourish. Um, but anyway, uh, you um, you you spoke a little bit about
1: um, how you perceive reading where you're where you're reading and you kind of like following specifically twilight you said that you're following it as if it's a friend's relationship that you're watching when when you're reading
0: how do you see yourself in that world I, are you like an extra person no are you- it's it's bird's eye perspective so for example um like reading i mean court of silver flames is probably my all-time favorite book i, I just think i love the perspective shift. I love changing between the characters. I love, I love everything about that book. Um, And I, it's not one of those things where like I am picture, I am Nesta because she's way more badass than I am. It's, it's being able to sympathize with a character and feel their emotions and allow their emotions to flow through you at just the right moments. And Honestly, this is my first time reading through Twilight where I'm not getting those feelings. I used to reread it because I wanted that pain from from New Moon. I, I haven't been bro- I wanted that pain. I, I haven't been broken up with in so long that every. Oh, you should ask. You should ask Mark whether he'd reenact it just, for you. Just 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 for a minute, yeah. Just leave. Just leave me in the woods. Just for the day. <laughs> no, but sometimes sometimes when your life is blissful. Um, you turn on a sad movie or you turn on a sad song so that you can have a little bit of that drama in your life. I think that that's something... No, I think that, not, that's not something I, every once in a while I need to feel sad and nothing sad happens in my life. Sometimes I run out of peanut butter when I've already gotten the bread out <laughs> um, and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> but I, I've never, you know, laying down in the woods, sitting in my chair with the camera panning around me for four months Um so sometimes I need to turn on possibility and be sad Bella. And the only way I can get that is through <laughs> reading the Twilight series, which I am very sad to say that after reading it this time around, I didn't get as many of my sad feels. I'm coasting through it. So I think it's time to put it away for a couple years. years. Um, but yeah, anyway, I... I'm 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 hoping that I st- I don't lose those feelings um, the with the Ethereum because I got I get similar feelings from the Ethereum so I'm hoping I don't lose those
1: Nah, because based based on the fact that you've read Twilight every single year, that's since not true. It pretty much, I've came only out. read the
0: books three times. This will be my third read through. Oh no! I've seen the movies like a. G- this will be my this will be my covers third read through. Yeah, this will be my Covet's third read through. So I've te- actually I'm I'm was just so jaded. Well, I'm going to be reading it for a fourth read through as well with with I can't, Taylor. I can feel the pain. Can't feel <laughs> pain. I can't
1: feel it anymore. So um I, I experience reading a book as if I'm a cameraman. Oh, yeah. Like following them like action. <laughs> like I'm the director. Oh. But I have to I have to keep watching even though it's the take that i didn't want i'm like no you're stupid why are you doing that
0: i'm just thinking of like a weird like porn director standing in the corner (laughs) yeah just just sat there what are you doing (laughs) no i'm not gonna finish that sentence don't put that there
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm i'm like um i'm just like an unwilling participant of watching a movie for eight <laughs> hours, however long it takes me to it's read it. It's just
0: the mating bond. Um, no!
1: <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but yeah, and I'll, I'll get like, you know, there's like a, a, amazing cinematic viewpoints and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then my husband pipes in like,
0: babe,
1: I'm hungry. And I'm like, God damn it. you ruined
0: my now shot. Now I got to reread it over again and choreograph
1: <laughs> the scene in my head and make sure I can smell the air. I would yeah, I have no idea what was going on as well. And I feel, I feel like I've read the same page four times since i come back to this yeah. book. Yeah,
0: it's losing, beginning to yeah. lose the atmosphere. Not very many books create such a vivid atmosphere um, where you're immersed in the world. I feel like Catmere Academy in particular, that is a place that I, I feel familiar with. It's the only location I feel super familiar with in, in the Crave series, but... Um,
1: <laughs> I invent like hands in my music in my head as well, like do 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 do. As I'm like pretending to be a dragon
0: flying through, like woo! You're turning, you're turning the book from side to side like it's a controller.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like there might be a scene that where like in the book reading it. You're in the room, but actually, my director's cut is I'm 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 Flint flying past the window, and, and as you fly past the window, the wind the the camera goes through the window, and then you're suddenly in the oh, scene. Oh, I, w- I was I oh. was just
0: picturing Flint doing like like flybys, but he's only catching like a glimpse in like one sentence, like Hudson, I really th- and I really think that the Cheese toasty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyway, it's been seventeen minutes and we've not spoken about a single thing. Yeah. <laughs> to um, do in the speed,
0: speed round.
1: Um, well, whoa, well, well, wait. So number one spoilers. Spoil. If you've not listened to any of our episodes before, there is a noise you need to be listening out for. Starla, would you like to say what the noise is? Yeah.
0: It it goes a woo woo woo, woo. Uh, woo, woo, woo. And after that, if you haven't read Covet and Court. You need to turn the podcast do off and go away. So listen for Owu and <laughs> go away if you haven't read Covet in Court, because we will ruin the books for you because we have theories. We will. And mm-hmm. uh, Tracy Wolf is going to be going on tour. I do not know. It's quite a drive. It's going to be, I mean, you have to go to a different country. <laughs> so I can't complain too much. I do. What, you? Don't you? Um, So, yes, I do. So I will
1: be going, hopefully, to the Barcelona signing tour thing. Um, And I'm hopefully going to be meeting with Tracy Wolf for either a coffee or an interview. Uh, We're not sure yet, depending on her schedule. Um, But we're also waiting for the announcement to actually be where it is in Barcelona because there are a few TBAs. For the location, so if I can't make it to Barcelona because the tickets have all sold out by the time I wake up in the morning, I will probably be going to the Madrid one. Um, and I'm more than happy to to meet and greet people in the bookshop where we are meeting Tracy Wolf. So it was also safe for me, as well. Um, but I'm more than happy to to oh. meet people there
0: because I know that we have quite a few Spanish listeners. So. Awesome! That's and yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be anywhere but if I do it'll be one of the areas around Ohio which were like Pennsylvania and I think Illinois I'll be I'll, I'll
1: there was there was Michigan Illinois Tennessee but my brain goes just because the neighboring states doesn't mean it's close no to you're
0: me. you're you going to a different country is closer than what I would have to drive I'm ta- I'm mm-hmm. looking at like a five hour drive so um
1: oh so would I be if I yeah. drove. Oh, you're gonna fly. like I I it would be an hour to the airport, so I would probably be going from like London Heathrow or Gatwick. Oh. Not really sure, um, and then going from one one airport to the other, so I, I could get a direct flight to Barcelona. And I think it's an hour and a half, two hours, so not long at all. Um, and then I'm in Spain, and everybody speaks Spanish.
0: Well, good thing you speak Spanish, and I can
1: go get churros, and I can go get. Um, oh my god, guys! I, I think if if you're a Spanish listener, I'm going to Cien Montaditos. It's like a little sandwich. It's a sandwich place where you write down the number of the sandwich you want. Where like they have, I would do
0: that anyway. It's like a catalog. I'm not gonna. I'm not like gonna pronounce catalog. any of that. I want a number seventeen with a large, yeah, Diet exactly.
1: Coke. I want I want a platter of seventeens with a side order of six. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's my favorite place, but it's it's so cheap and each like sandwich is like a euro each. It's great. All right, so I'm going to go there wherever there is one, um, and it was the city where I got proposed to. So um, on my the day after my wedding anniversary, I'm going alone ah. to Barcelona because. Mr. Amber Marie is at work.
0: Well, we'll keep you guys posted and you can keep us posted. And then if we are able to pull off going to these fantabulous places, um, Mm -hmm. you'll be able to maybe meet us. But we'll let you know a little closer to time because I still got to figure it. I'm also hoping that I can get the Spanish versions
1: of the books as well. Because I have a bookcase full of internationally versions of all of my favorite books. Um, so I I might be able to get all of the, the Spanish versions of the books as well. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have them for sale right there. Because I, okay, of course I need more copies of these books. Yeah. Because I don't already have enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. To get into the chapters. So the chapters that we did read
0: today were 59 through to 63 of covet yes and we are heading into falia's uh sad treehouse. i was gonna say magic treehouse, house but <laughs> tree house yeah it's not very it's magic but it's also very sad um and they our little crew grace and hudson and uh eden and flint and Mackay, because macy and jackson are still off having fun um they are trying to figure... Well, Jackson is Yeah, Jackson is oh, my puppy is shouting. Um, <laughs> if you guys hear puppy sounds... She's
1: tantrumping hard downstairs. <laughs> That's okay. But anyway, yeah, so they, um, they're they talking about the sound that, that this house is, like, emulating. And Ian Eden says it sounds as though her heart is breaking. And then Grace goes, no, it sounds like her heart is already broken and has been for a very, very long time. I recognized the sound. And I was like, shut up, Grace. You're 17. What concept of like a thousand years of grief do you truly have because
0: you broke up with your boyfriend? I mean, unless she's talking about her parents dying, which still I don't think would be... But
1: even still, only happened realistically for her six months ago. Mm
0: Mm-hmm seven months ago? yeah i can't imagine a thousand years of and it's magical grief so it's not like grief that you can forget about it's like magically binding so it's
1: yeah like she has no no chance of stopping it yeah either yeah it's a it's a miserable miserable house um and uh, as they're trying to get into the house this house is like <laughs> nope is it, it, it's, it's acting back. It's like, no, I'm gonna remove the stairs. Um, and no, I'm gonna throw pine cones at you. <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes me think of, like, Home Alone, where the
0: house is just attacking back, like, no, you can't get in. What? It's not a pine tree. Why does it have pine cones?
1: I don't know, <laughs> this is- but I think it's really funny that it has pine cones. It just
0: saves, it saves a little baggie of pine cones for this exact occasion. Just throwing them. <laughs> in California, we had pine cones. I Oh, you, I think you saw one when you were at my house, that gi- giant. Giant one. That giant pine cone. Yeah, they're called widow makers because if they fall from a tree and hit you in the head, they'll kill you. Yeah, they're giant.
1: <laughs> I'm hoping that like maybe this house borrows from neighboring trees. May I have Yo, I need some, some ammo.
0: pine cones?
1: <laughs> I need some ammo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, ja- maybe it's like a snowball. Yeah, fight Jackson. Trees. Jackson said you have to. You have to build up an arsenal, <laughs> which. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so they're trying to. Uh, Luca just decides to jump into her freaking house and the tree knocks him back down. Oh, that was a bright idea. But finally, um, they see her up in, up on like, um, up on a platform crying and everybody's like, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> it's like, can we come in? Hello. And then she just like appears down the steps. um, because they assume that they're like, okay, she's not going to let us in, but then she just poofs down by the steps and is wondering why these children are standing outside of her house while she clearly wants to be alone. <laughs> just them watching her
1: cry. <laughs> it's like a this is a pastime of theirs, um, and then she offers them tea because they said that they wanted to talk about her husband, and I was like, I, I never got offered tea. Not a single time in America. Not not a single time. Not by anybody. So, unless it was a piss take of like, do you want some tea? <laughs> that would be like... You stupid British person. I would
0: expect, I would expect like if I went to like a rich grandma's house, she would offer me tea and it would be fancy because it's British. If someone offers you tea, they're they're offering you iced tea. Hey, do you want some tea? Yeah, and they bring you a big glass of iced tea with like a lemon wedge on it. Stop putting lemon in tea. It makes it citrusy and delicious.
1: Uh, uh, No, (laughs) and and, and she she, honey, stop putting honey.
0: No, that's that as well. Like, where's the milk? Uh, Most people don't do that. I do that, but most people don't do that. No, it has to be nice, a nice milky brew. No, most people don't do that. that. We reserve that for coffee. I do it. I like coffee creamer in my tea. Because then it, oh. yeah, it gives it a little flavor. I put a little bit of hazelnut coffee creamer in my tea. No. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. You're just ruining tea. No wonder you chucked it in the ocean. You've been doing it
0: wrong. Well, yeah, but we, we have to do it different than you. Nice. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's the only reason that people in the U.S. don't like the idea of bidets because we associated bidets with the French having a clean butt. We associated with the French, therefore we decided <laughs> don't want to have a. Yeah. Clean therefore, <laughs> we stopped using bidets. I did not stop using bidet. I love my bidet. My butts
1: But you you also do pigs in blankets wrong.
0: But they're superior. It's a hot dog in a in a crescent in a croissant. Cres- cres- oh, don't, don't say <laughs> a crescent. it. Crescent. Don't say A crescent it. roll. No, there's, a difference. there's <laughs> a difference between a crescent roll and a croissant.
1: Oh, my God. You said it wrong anyway. <laughs> you had time to prepare. I didn't put you on the spot. A croissant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. I apologize to any French be- listeners.
0: There's oh, a meme. That, there's that. a video of a... A, a croissant. A, a, a TikTok of a, a girl asking her French dad... For a croissant, and he gets irate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the TikToks of like
1: Italian boyfriends watching their girlfriends cook pasta. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um, but so she—they're offered tea and cookies, and Flint, mm-hmm. Flint, the giant, giant cookie as big
1: as her yeah, head. Yeah, and
0: uh, didn't they just eat and talk about how they couldn't eat they anymore? Did. They did. Yep. I'm wondering what kind of cookie because you
1: guys have a different idea of what a cookie is. Like you you think cookie as like a sweet? Yeah,
0: like a chocolate chip cookie. Uh,
1: but do you, but if I gave you a custard cream, yeah. which is a cookie in ours, like it it's a biscuit. You call that a cookie? That's too. a grandma cookie. A grandma cookie. Yeah,
0: like, grandmas have, like, butter cookies and, like, wedding cookies. And the cookies that come in the tin that... Wedding cookies? What are wedding cookies? Is it like wedding soup where you just put loads of crap in it? No, it's like a lump covered in powdered sugar that doesn't... A lump covered. I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, it. you probably have to put like American wedding, wedding cookie. cookies. Yeah,
1: it's it's like um, cookies that. No, I've 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 got like the
0: uh, monogrammed biscuit cookies. No
1: cookie. <laughs> where it's like a
0: heart. If if the cookie um, a cookie in the US, it needs to be like like a chocolate chip cookie or. Oh, I see them. They're like um, biscotti
1: kind of looking. What. A biscotti, like a like Italian biscuits that are made of am- amaretto. Aren't they speculus That's, that's Dutch. Oh. Well, our... <laughs> those, those are like gingerbread oh, biscuits.
0: Oh, biscotti. Yeah. I'm, biscotti is is more like a sweet slice of bread that is a crouton also. Mm-hmm. With <laughs> almonds through it. These look like... Lumps. Sad... Um, Amaretti. They're not very good. They're, there's there's no flavor. They look dry. They are dry. They, like, crumble in your mouth. I feel like all of your cookies are dry, though. Or they have, like... But you're supposed to dunk well, them. Go- you're supposed to dunk them in your tea and your coffee. See, I like cookies that are so... Nobody eats, co- Nobody eats biscuits dry. Oh, I, w- I want, like, a big gooey chocolate chip cookie that... F- so goopy that like you dip it that floats if you try to dip it it just falls apart and starts floating in little chunks
1: see that to us is a far from superior cookie that is an inferior biscuit no we we have in fact engineered a biscuit called a hobnob I like the (laughs) hobnobs that you can dunk multiple times in tea and it still retains its structure.
0: You guys know when you get like an oatmeal cookie, but you let it get stale for like four months and it's like a brick. That's a hobnob. It's good. It tastes good, but you have to dip it or else it's too hard and it'll break your teeth. Yeah, they're they're made of oats. Yeah, like an oatmeal cookie. Oaty goodness. Anyway,
1: and then we have uh, the biscuits like the digestives, which like you have mostly with cheese.
0: Yeah, I I liked. They're like the the granary cookies. Those were good too. They were <laughs> they they were also good, because they were covered in chocolate. Yeah,
1: yeah. But anyway, this giant she's been making <laughs> these cookies with her grandchildren, and then she goes, "Yeah, they normally go to waste." I'm like, "Bitch, why aren't you freezing these and selling these? You would be able to sell giant cookies so easily."
0: Yeah, or or give them to some... Don't just throw them in the... My kids make me these. I usually just throw them away. (laughs) Like.
1: What makes me laugh is you think of, like, people love miniature versions of things and they love giant versions of things. Yeah. And she's throwing a business investment in the... (laughs) I know. For a thousand years. That's a lot of cookies. Because you make like... She was pregnant with the twins, she said. When Vader, went, Va- Vander. Vander went Vader. Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. So they they must be a thousand years old themselves. And then they have also got children. Because She said the grandchildren.
0: So how old are they? And they're still baking cookies at grandma's house? <laughs> I mean, maybe they're great. They're they're grandkids. But she must be. They're, she must be devastating them. These poor children. I know. They're like we brought. We make. Well, just keep bringing her the cookies. Someday, maybe she'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. Keep reaching. Keep <laughs> reaching out your hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah, she's 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 giving them tea and she's she's talking about how sorry for um, the mess. She's she's not. She, She's like, oh, I am sorry, I haven't had visitors in a long while because she forgets how to boil the kettle. <laughs> and Hudson's like, don't worry, I'll get it. Meanwhile, everybody sat on like giant step stools so they all had to climb in to sit at the table. Anna. Uh, Yeah, she was like, sorry, I haven't had visitors in a long while. And I'm like, if that was me saying that, that would be like, excuse the thousand years of clutter. I've accumulated and I've definitely neglected to vacuum dust and decob web. And I couldn't even speed clean because you didn't tell me you were coming. So I couldn't light a candle to get rid of any stale air. And I couldn't even put the dirty plates in the oven to hide
0: them. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't Don't come to my house unannounced. I will not apologize no. for the mess. You can sit on the pile of dirty laundry.
1: Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. And you can breathe my stale. I mean, air. mean, the,
0: they didn't. And there wasn't a mess. Nobody. They didn't say like, oh, there was a pile of McDonald's bags in the corner. Like, no. And there would be. I'm definitely. There would be I'm for definitely me. that house where I invite people over, and I'm like, I apologize for the mess, and they look around, and they're like, what mess? And there's like one sock on the couch like, I've been tidying for six hours before you came around. I'm just saying sorry for the mess to be a prude right now.
1: (laughs) And do you know what I hate? People coming over unannounced and then going, oh, it's a bit cold in there, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, we adjust the temperature of the house for us, not for you. (laughs) Bring a jacket. If we knew you were coming, we would have warmed it up a little bit. We have corgis. We do, if we have the heating on, they would sit at the back door going, <laughs> <laughs> it, we have a cold house, okay? We also, we don't need heaters because we put jumpers on.
0: Which are sweaters for but all of our Americans. In.
1: Yeah, but people come in. They take in. They take off their coat and they go, oh, it's really cold in there, isn't it? And put you're your, like, go away. Leave my house. <laughs>
0: put, put your coat back on. Would you rather be outside?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, they then get onto the conversation of a promise ring because Phalia or Phalia or however you pronounce her name notices that Grace is also wearing one, um, and essentially
0: it's she's got a, an itchy finger, and it's a, it's an unbreakable bond.
1: Essentially, as long as you have the ring on, the promise must be fulfilled. As but as long as it isn't fulfilled, it will burn and itch every day. Um, unless the giver dies. So she knows for as long as she's wearing the ring and it's still itching that her husband is still alive because he promised her that
0: he will always come back to her. That sounds like the worst excuse for giving somebody an STD ever. Like, no, it's a magical, <laughs> it it's a magical war. It'll itch that way you know when I'm, that I'm okay. It doesn't matter where in the world I am. If your magical war itches, it itches. You'll know that I am being faithful, and definitely not cheating on you.
1: <laughs> no, baby, you were the first, the last, my everything, my, my only, my constant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, and then she she essentially says, "Yeah, if Hudson goes to prison, go with him, or you will want to die. <laughs> you'll, you'll get itchy too. Just real, real cheery." Um, That was a bit depressing when she's like, "Oh shit! Not only do I have to go, oh Hudson went to prison without me. It's uh, I'm also going to like grieve him." Um, and they also find out that no one has ever returned from the Ethereum ever. Yeah, ever. No one has ever escaped.
0: Well, I mean they they would want they would want people to think that too, though.
1: Yeah, but there was um, some element of truth. Like to it, where like she's like, genuinely, no one has ever escaped. Because why would Cyrus make an inescapable prison have a back door? There is no way out. He is literally throwing you in and throwing away the key because he wants to keep you there. He doesn't keep you there to punish you for your crimes, he keeps you there because he doesn't want to ever have you out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they have, like, a real, obviously, like, a really depressing meeting. So they obviously find out that Vanda the Giant Blacksmith is in the inescapable prison, um, which just so happens to be the place where Hudson has to go.
0: It sounds and, like um, a simple solution to me. Like-
1: yeah, and they, they return back to the group and Macy's like, So I'm gonna have a wedding soon. At the giant vampire wedding. <laughs> she's like super, super excited and happy and like making jokes and jovial, and everybody else comes back from the lady who wants to kill herself out of spite for her husband. And um they're all depressed. So she's like, Oh. Wrong time. Like okay, I, I
0: see. I True see thing. that the happy faces are not in town. I'll save my my joyous Announcements for later.
1: Yep. Um, And I'm going to be honest. I thought that Flint gets drunk.
0: But I. You're thinking of the Ethereum.
1: yeah, I thought he got drunk at the Giant Village because he did the 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 glo- globalist globalist whatever. I don't think it's he did.
0: I thought that that was just ma- he He did not because they have to escape. Somewhere. Yeah, they got so clearly, and they don't go back. Yeah, the watch the watch sh- shows up because Brownbeard <laughs> it was it was br- <laughs> Brownbeard went m- a man bun no, is. no blonde, <laughs> blonde man bun. There's blonde man bun and Brown, brown uh, beard. and Brownbeard comes and says that the watch is there to arrest prince vega and of course the giant princess she's like oh no, just- no! she thinks my betrothed. <laughs> She thinks it's jackson so she she <laughs> rushes them out the out a back entrance but my thought is like these are pretty shitty guards if they just let them, <laughs> they let them go
1: Well, they didn't like they think that they've escaped them and they're running apparently they're running as fast as they possibly can um and everybody has just Volunteered the the vampires to be the uh, the donkeys of the operation. Carry them. And I don't just imagine Flint going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who was carrying who. Like, uh, so we've got the vampires. We have got
0: Mackay, Jackson, and Hudson. Luca,
1: Jackson, and, Luca. and Hudson. Who
0: is carrying who? Luca's got Flint for sure. Um, mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. Eden. I'm saying Mackay's got Macy. Yeah. So Jackson would almost either Jackson or Hudson would have to have Eden. Who are we missing? Well, Grace is flying. Grace is flying. Is that everybody? So one of the yeah. one of the vampires isn't going to have somebody to carry. I
1: reckon Hudson because he's like, no, my hands are for my own girl, my baby. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think I was like, it's really weird to just imagine them like, okay yeah <laughs> <Giddy up. laughs> they had to have the conversation of like okay guys you've got to carry us out of here and not have the awkward conversation of who's carrying who just grab them uh, they just pick them up and i think it would be really funny if like it was jackson carrying Flynn. mush just <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> Little back, like piggyback, or do you reckon he was doing like fireman lift, or do you reckon it was like a couple? I was holding, thinking like, like I was, was picking one on the back, one no, on the. No, I'm, pic-
0: I'm picturing them holding them like babies, like <laughs> crad- cradling them, <laughs> like little baby monkeys. Yeah.
1: with their, like legs wrapped yeah. around?
0: Better hold on tight, uh, spider monkey. No, it was like
1: maybe like you know how like dads carry children like on their shoulders.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And holding their hands. Like, yes! Oh my god, that would be the best solution. All they need to do is get a giant trench coat, and then they would fit in with the giants, and no one would know. That's the uh, best disguise. Yes. That always works. Why didn't they? Do Look that? at me. I am a regular sized giant. Haha. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so they they get surrounded by the guards, which apparently Grace is
0: the first person to notice. And they're all in red too. Somehow. I'm trying to picture. Like I'm picturing. The, the the star the Christmas. Star Wars uniforms that are all red. They're just like I'm picturing I don't know. I don't know what I'm picturing. It's like Voltori but red. Yeah. And then there's
1: I don't know why but a, a clone came into my head. One of, one, yeah, that's just. <laughs> um Yeah, and um he's like, Don't worry, we know that Macy and Grace are the only two students left with powers. Like, everybody else has got the manacles on them. And I'm just like, wow. The only two students that are still related to Finn. I smell favoritism. Yeah. Do you reckon they got in trouble and just never got the punishment? Or do you reckon they're just such goody two-shoes that they never got in trouble they anyway? They haven't
0: done anything. Hmm. They really haven't. Yeah, but how could they have been the only ones to have not done something? at no point were they attacked maybe because Finn thinks that they're not capable of harming anybody but he knows that the dragons are because they've they're they're big and that's that sounds racist and the vampires not gonna lie <laughs> the vampires obviously have all gotten into fights but Macy and Grace they really haven't done anything throughout the entire books where every other character other than Eden Every other character has done some type of fighting or instigating. Yeah, they're a bit useless. Yeah, so so I think that Grace and Macy are just squishy. They're squishies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jack- Jackson goes, come on, Macy, I'm going to need you to build the fastest portal ever. And she's like, I it on it. Boo. And she starts like, getting all the candles and shit out. Um And... Uh, Then Jackson does this, the most uncomfortable sentence ever. Did you cringe? I cringe. Which one? He's like, you want to stop
0: now or you're going to have to face my wrath. (laughs) Face my wrath. Yeah. I liked.
1: And I was like, oh, cringe. Well, I was,
0: I I transfixed on Hudson saying true Reginald, which was apparently the main, like, Ringleader of all these little bad guys, the the watch, but was that supposed to be British? Say, say it, say it in British. <laughs> Reginald. Re- no, he said it slow. He enunciated. Reginald. Reginald. <laughs> like it. Reginald. Yeah, they, it was separated out. R e dash g i nald. Red. But I, like involved. I
1: like to think that it's a name that he's just made up for this guy who's actually called Brian. Yeah, he
0: keeps calling him Reggie, which is what we call. <laughs> that's what that's what you call like stanky weed. Here you call it. Somebody's smoking some Reggie.
1: Why? I don't know. <laughs> I see. <Okay. laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. No, I'm sure
0: there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie. Yeah.
1: I feel sorry for all
0: the Reggies that's,
1: in the yeah, land. Yeah, it's like.
0: like apparently your name means stinky. yeah when you walk past like a like you know you're just walking down the street and you're like uh somebody's smoking some stinky reggie (laughs) gross
1: (laughs) so mean (laughs) what are you (laughs) that's so mean there's so many
0: names like that though what about i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to the john
1: how many people actually a lot of people
0: here I'm gonna go to the John. Nah,
1: no one. No one. <laughs> like whenever you say like,
0: "Oh, I need your signature," and then people say like, "John Hancock," that's weird to me. That's that's not very. That's something that you see in movies. Nobody nobody does. They do it to be funny. Let me uh, put my John Hancock on this, <laughs> and then the receptionist. Do, is. Do you know what
1: the fe- the uh, the female equivalent name is? The Queen. Jill Hancock. <laughs> oh. Jill, Jill is not the like opposite of John. John and Jill. Jill, John Doe
0: and Jane Jane Doe. So it would be Jane. John and Jane. Yeah,
1: but no, somebody went with Jill. Well,
0: that's just silly. Stupid.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, there's this moment where Grace just suddenly goes, I have an idea and drops to the floor.
0: And she starts twerking and, um, like a mad woman.
1: Yeah, she's got like <laughs> bum in the air, hands on the floor, wide as well. And, I'm just imagining like some interpretive dance. The is bad going guys up. just
0: leave. And, They're uh, like, okay, we can't handle any more of this. I,
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, since that first babe, I've counted, and there have been five instances. When he says, "Babe," and I think he's like, uh, I'm gonna test the waters. This is with this one, and if she doesn't react. That's her name from now on. <laughs> Cause he says he says it twice in one sentence. It's crazy. Um and he goes, babe, you
0: got this. And she goes, Oh god. I got this. <laughs> I got I got I this. got this.
1: I got this, bro. Um and uh Hudson's trying to like sort of buy time because he realizes that Macy has got like two minutes before she's actually able to finish the portal. <clears throat> And he's trying to buy time by, like, being really sarky and taking the piss. And he's trying to pass on secret messages to Jackson, <laughs> which completely fall flat. I mean, what a shit code. Like, even I didn't understand it. Like, I understood it as get Grace out of here.
0: Yeah, he was, Hudson. Like, I stole Grace from yeah, you. Yeah, he's like, ever since. Are you going to take her back? Ever since I stole his mate. And Jackson's like, you didn't steal my mate. He's like, yeah, maybe you should take it back. And then Grace is like, yeah, maybe you should steal something, which apparently was code for go take all of the batons.
1: Which genuinely, how could you get from one end to the other of that code?
0: And couldn't... Okay, so in... He's a terrible Jackson's Jackson fades around the circle and steals all of their, their, their beating sticks. Mm-hmm. Don't they all have the exact same ability to fade couldn't they just come and take them all back yeah
1: but jackson's super super is he fast
0: he's you're you're faster than the others but not stronger
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like he's like he fades around takes all of their sticks but i'm like what are they gonna do with the sticks they don't even use the sticks the sticks are never brought up again guys (laughs) did they take them with them they steal the batons and just leave (laughs) Did they take them? Wait, I, yeah, they took them. I ah, I, uh, Jackson Jackson throws them all to everybody. Everybody catches one, but then
0: they fuck off. I, I said, of course.
1: No, it's I said, them. of course,
0: the British vampires fight with whacking sticks. Where this is this is America. <laughs> they. We, I knew you'd bring that up. We need to. We need to have machine guns. That's what we should be. That's what they 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 should be stealing. Um, they need some. You know, they need a bazooka. To fight the vampires? Nah, we've got truncheons.
1: (laughs) Yep. I bet they all have names for them as well, like the The Punisher, (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs)
0: Annihilator, Skull Crusher.
1: (laughs) Did they say like it had like an electric shock? Like like there's like a cattle prod?
0: Did it? Did they say that?
1: I don't know, but because it sounds really pathetic, having vampire guards using sticks. (laughs) They literally could be killed with their own sticks. Oh my god,
0: I've got an idea. Garlic sticks.
1: I love garlic sticks. (laughs) Could you say a garlic stick... In the heart,
0: yeah. Like you push it, like one of Olive Garden's garlic bread sticks. You just push it into the heart. You never took me to Olive Garden. Oh, I didn't. Well, they have good garlic bread sticks, so you just stab one. Well, I wouldn't know. It bends in half. I wouldn't know. And then you take a bite. Num, 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 num. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah. So anyway, they all leave apparently. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Grace is digging down deep into the roots in his like, tree. Come to me, trees. Help me, trees. <laughs> and the trees answer and just start ripping shit apart. And meanwhile, everybody's left. And uh, apparently, Hudson's the only babe. one. Okay, we, we we can we can stop now. <laughs> stop now. Let's go, babe. Because somebody stabbed her tree. Somebody stabbed her tree, and she goes crazy.
0: And we never hear of this ability ever. <laughs> she, how dare you harm my forest? I. Yeah, I thought that this was going to be that moment. I really did think that this was going to be a plot twist moment where Grace starts um, turning into no, getting 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 like progressively evil, like Daenerys Targaryen, uh, like how how she'll. I, I thought that this would be Grace progressively showing like a little bit of evil, where she mercilessly slaughtered a bunch of people or a bunch of vampires, and then. You know, she starts losing her humanity. But no, we just we just never hear about magical tree powers again.
1: Nope.
0: Which we don't nope.
1: yeah, yeah, and um the the trees call her daughter, which is an interesting little uh, little snippet. Yeah. So that's why I thought she was a tree. <laughs> like no, she's not just able to turn into stone. She can turn into a whittle. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's um let's get into spoilers cuz I want to continue talking about this topic as well. Woo
1: woo.
0: Okay. Woo woo. So you go ahead cuz you've got
1: <laughs> Yeah. So uh my spoilers is is a, if Grace ever gets an itch on her finger, Hudson is in trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Like even if like the tiniest little itch, you you wouldn't be able to distinguish between just a, a normal itch or like a supernatural itch. Like <laughs> did he just look at a girl across the street and go? That was it. That was all he did. He momentarily fantasized about a very swift life with this other person. I know. I know my husband does it. He's not lied to me about it. He's like, yeah, sometimes I fantasize about walking walking down the street and I see someone and go, maybe I could have. I could have. <laughs> Yeah, like a momentary lapse in judgment, and there is no way that Hudson could ever get away with it. But at the same time, he's saying, "I promise to love you till the stars grow cold and summon, summon." It was really poetry. It was, it was beautiful. beautiful, but <clears throat> that doesn't anyway. sound. It doesn't sound
0: possible. Because I mean, it's very sweet. But it's like, if okay, so if your promise was, I love you to the moon and back, does that mean until you travel to the moon and, and then back that you don't fulfill your promise and you have an itchy finger forever?
1: But also he's saying until the stars grow cold. No one wants that. No one wants the stars to grow cold because then we die. Yeah. And how long do vampires actually live for? Um, In this universe, I'm not
0: sure. Well, Cyrus is at least a thousand is it years for old. Ev- well, no, it's way more than that because he imprisoned uh, Vander, which would have been around the same time as the Unkillable Beast, which is the end of the gargoyles, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he would have had to have been in power for a long time before that as well. Mm-hmm. But also the blood letter. The blood letter was the was in charge before him, right? Yeah, and she's—they don't know how old she is. She, she, I think she was she the the gargoyle queen or the vampire vampire queen. There's in the bonus chapters it they were both in the bonus chapters it talks about her being in charge of the like vampire army, like she was like command. So as a couple, they were both. Yes, I think so. I think so. She commanded, like, well, nah, well, she, okay, so she was in charge of the vampires, and she met the gargoyle king at court, and they danced, and they mated. But they were both already in charge of their factions. <laughs> Ew. Ew. They became— They became <laughs> they, danced, they mated. And then they mated. <laughs> they became mates. <laughs> um, but they were both already in charge of their factions when it happened, so— Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of thinking like
1: he—he's—he's he's only promised her that he'll love her forever. Like that doesn't stop him from
0: having sex with anybody else. You know that's true. That's a big cop out. He could have worded mm-hmm. that very carefully. mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you—you could do
1: anything. Like you—you you could also love another person at the same time. That's true. Love is not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. Exclu- yes, it's, it's not exclusive. You can still love another person. Um, and that could be in the same way.
0: So it could be polyamory or it could be genuine, different kind of love. Uh, it could also be lust. I thought I thought that it was best. To, I really do think that Twilight gave the best emotional description of that where Bella talks about how she doesn't want to be with Jacob, but she felt that she ha- she wanted to keep a claim on him because the thought of him being with anybody else would hurt her, but she wasn't going to be with him. She just had that emotion. That's called selfish. Yeah, it is selfish. It is very selfish, but she acknowledged that it was selfish, um, and it was accurate. I felt that it was very accurately described, and I think that most teenagers, you know, when when you're at that age where it's like, I date this person, and then I date this person, but I still talk to this person, and it, mm-hmm. you, you do have those feelings like in high school.
1: Meanwhile, I, it sounds it sounds awful, and I have discussed this with my husband before, so it's not going to be super crazy for him to ever listen to this episode and go, "What?" what? But if my husband, it's my if my husband <laughs> ever came home and said, "Like I'm not happy, I I, I want to be with somebody else, and and they will make me happy," I'd let him go because i love him more than my own happiness mm. if he isn't not happy with me but would be happier with someone else or doing something else where he wasn't with me then i would want him to be happy
0: i wish that i was noble but. and british enough to say the same because that it's, <laughs> it sounded it sounded so noble coming out of your mouth um, I can't say that now I talk about healthy relationships and things like that all the time, but I've been married 12 years. I'm feral now. I, I fart in public. Um, I poop with the door open. Oh, you do. I don't want to do it again. I don't want to go through that process again. And if I, if I can
1: rectify the the relationship and if I can salvage it, then I will. Like, I'm not going to say that I won't fight for it. Yeah. One. But if he said, I am truly not happy with you and I would rather be somewhere
0: else, I'm like, okay if if that would make you happier here's the thing i'm the very best that no one ever was <laughs> <laughs> well
1: how did you segue into pokemon <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what i mean where like sometimes the happiness of I've- the person
0: that you love is is more I've, important I, to you than your own can, happiness. Yes. And I feel that with my daughter. I want my daughter to mm-hmm. be more successful than me someday. That is a hope I have for her, her happiness. If she decides that she wants to move to another country someday to fulfill herself, I will be sad. But I will put her happiness above my own and I will allow her to go. I can, I can see mm-hmm. it in that sense with my husband yeah. I can understand it I can read about it I can see it I can understand why people can do it for me I cannot I will be a, I will be a nightmare I will be an absolute <laughs> living terror but you know I'm like I can always pull that like well good luck finding another like 6 7 figure business owner like good luck Oh, you'd be bitter oh, about yeah. it. You'd be you'd be horrible oh, that way. I see. Oh yeah. Okay. I'll I'd, okay. I would go find me like we we talked about this. I was like we 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 joke about it all the time, but I was like I'll go find me some little college boy and 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 go to bamboozle
1: him with my be, money. Be, I'll become a cougar. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm only thirty. You would say that with zero social awareness of how awkward you are in public. Absolutely, (laughs) you walk up to him and just go, "I I have money.
0: Hey, (laughs) I have money, and I have video games. Teenagers like video games, right? (laughs) Like, I also yeah, just like uh, I have a dog, Um, candy in my car, (laughs)
1: love me." Candy in my car would you like to stroke my puppy oh, god here's the thing and you
0: open the van you have to have a van yeah. <laughs> van
1: door and just go go stroke the puppy
0: here's the thing right as as I'm, I'm 30 now and when I look at teenagers now and when I say teenagers I mean like above 18 like 18 and 19 for all you weirdos out there who are like, Starlet, don't be gross. No, uh, when I look at like graduates, you know, and college, I say college kids, but, you know, that's anywhere from 18 to what, like 20, I would say like 22 is what I would consider a college kid. Um, I, they look very different to me now. And I always do this like, uh, did we look that little? Did we look that stupid? Did we? <laughs> and apparently the answer is Yes. Did I look that bewildered at life? Yeah, because I, and, and, they're, and they're small. I'm like, was that, was I that small? And I'm still that small, but I don't know. I feel like they look. You have a, a over self inflated ego now of,
1: I I am an over. I feel. I am more important. It's not that
0: I'm more important. I think that I'm just starting to look old. Because I, you know what, it's ever since I went to my, it's ever since I went to my high school and spoke last year. And that, that little, that little, I hope you're listening. I hope you're listening, you little 17-year-old girl who told me that I, she guessed my age. And she said 40. And I was like, what? And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. That's how old my mom is. And you look about the same age as her. What? So I'm better. I'm better. I'm <laughs> better. I think that I look very young for my age. We're. I'm um, saying nothing. You think I look old, don't you? Well,
1: it's to me, old. I know. To To me, I know that you are the same age as me. By like, less than a year. But you have a kid. You are way more financially secure than me. <laughs> You've been married for 12 years, so already my brain so is So I made like, a
0: bunch of dumb... I did a bunch of dumb things when I was a teenager.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I think that you could have been a lot worse off. You could have been divorced by now.
0: You could be having grad kids by now. Well, my kid's 10, so I would hope not. Mm-hmm. Then again, I could have... But you could have had, like, you could have had a kid, like, way yeah. earlier,
1: but you could have be a grandma by now, like... You could have multiple children. Like you could look way older just by doing and having things that other people don't have. But at the same time, I've made my own choices in the way that I've lived my life. So therefore I might look younger to a lot of people and then they go, Oh,
0: you you oh. You've done nothing with your life. <laughs> I think that we both look like young uh Women who don't but drink right. and smoke no, cigarettes. I think that that's that's the perfect def, definition. We look like we are in our thirties and we don't drink a lot of alcohol or smoke cigarettes because that that's what ages you, like that's, and we're healthy in the glowy way, not the I
1: drink health shakes in the morning way. Yeah, there you go. He- health healthy as in I will survive apocalypse with my blubber. I've I've lost I've lost about five pounds
0: of blubber this. The last uh, month?
1: Yeah, but I think no matter what, no matter how much weight you lose, you will always have hips oh, and yeah. boobs. Oh,
0: God. My, my, the the giant butt is here to stay. That doesn't go away. I've <laughs> it's That's that is that's just a part. It's a yeah. staple. It's a starless staple. It is, staple. a starless <laughs> staple. Trademark. Anyway, <laughs> where the hell were we? I can't even remember what the, we were talking about. Second, second spoiler. Oh, we're only on to the second spoiler.
1: <laughs> the third one
0: we've already kind of yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah, well, the third one, the third one was why she never does the calling of the forest again. I said that it was like the same reason that Feyre never uses the water wolves again, even though that was like the coolest power ever. She literally called the river in the frickin' um, in the rainbow to attack the Sidra. Yeah, the Sidra attack.
1: I was going to name my puppy like all of the all of the water wolves, Sidron water wolf, Sidron ripple. It was going to go it was going to go through that Casey Casey name thing and in the end she she was nothing to do with it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that was like the yeah. coolest scene and she never summons water mm-hmm. wolves again and I think that it's because when you're writing a story it's like oh they've already seen this. They've already seen this amazing. Unless unless somebody has a signature power that they pull out, like they they unleash their signature power. It
1: has to be. It has to be a moment of inspiration to do it. Not, oh, now I can do this thing. That was a great idea. I'm going to keep using it. Yeah, but the thing is, she should have kept using it. <laughs> but she didn't always fight next to a river, so maybe that. <gasps> and might Grace have been the doesn't reason.
0: always fight near trees.
1: Yeah, Grace doesn't really fight.
0: No, she doesn't. And even in even in Covet during the battle, she's just healing. Yeah, she's the she's the she's the mage, and the hero. yeah. And then
1: in the gladiator scene, she can't really do anything because she doesn't have any
0: powers. No, she just she, runs.
1: She's in the <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> That's her power. She runs, and
1: I would love to know how that fight would have gone had she been able to access her demigod
0: string. She would just annihilate them. She would just explode. Just like nope, self. Like touch them on the forehead with one finger, and they go Ooh, self-destruct. And
1: die. I want to know how. Um, so not not cherish because we're obviously going to read about it. Charm, charm, cherish. Which ones? Which, which ones? Which? I, can't, about I keep getting confused. November. Yeah, that's the the Hudson. Yes, a like, uh, Hudson time. So charm. I I want to know. Exactly what she can do now that she is literally the most powerful human being walking around. I want to know, like, what that means for her. Because, you know, when you get to that point of, like, I am literally the most powerful, every book or every movie and every TV series is like, ha ah, no, psych, no, you're not. Look, here, here comes this older thing.
0: But I am the chosen one. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think it's in uh, Vampire Diaries. They're like, this is the oldest vampire. Like, no, it's like, I am the oldest vampire. And then uh, the next season's like, no, I am the oldest vampire. I'm like, God, stop it, please. Just (laughs) come up with something different. Or like, oh, I am a vampire-werewolf hybrid. And then the next spin-off series is like, no, I am a tribrid. (laughs) I'm all three. And you're like, this is silly now. (laughs) And I get it that people watch it for entertainment, and I'm sure that I would love it. But at the same time, there's a point where um,
0: one-upping gets quite monotonous. Yeah. That can't be the entire plan. Um,
1: yeah. Like, Cyrus, to me, was a great villain. Because
0: he was... He's gone. Yeah, he's the one villain. So now they're literally... The next villain is going to be almost... I, I has Worse. It's going to be in a different realm.
1: Yeah. And he's got to be worse. Yeah. But what kind of worse villain would you be able to, to, to tackle in one book? A, a dark... Because it took Grace four books to, to tackle. I mean, admittedly, the first book she didn't really know about Cyrus. Know. not at all. But, yeah, four books it took to defeat him. And she had to become a demigod to do it. And have multiple armies. Yeah. And now she's like, "Yes, yeah, okay, we're going to go into the shadow realm and I'll be fine and I'll finish it in one book.
0: Maybe it'll <laughs> be a big book.
1: Oh, God, don't be bigger than court. <laughs> Please don't be bigger than court. <sighs> I still don't have that on my bookshelf. I might have to reinforce the brackets.
0: You know what I, I've noticed is that the Crave books are very lightweight. It's because all of the deckled edges. They're, I mean, <laughs> they are so light. They're like weightless. I think it's the paper. It might be. Um, yeah. The the last thing that I had, though, was so Grace with her earth magic and summoning the trees. We find out in court that the spooky tree that she encounters in Crave, like when she takes her first little walk around the Catmere grounds, she sees a spooky tree that she doesn't want to go near. And we had a whole episode laughing about the spooky tree. And then we find out in court that that spooky tree signifies like. It marks a path that leads to some ceremonial altar where Cyrus, um, he uses that to start, like, to wage war. Um, I don't know. Is Grace, is was she, was that her first, like, ability to, like, kind of tune in to the trees? Like, was that tree like, hey? It's possible because nobody else
1: has said anything about the tree being particularly spooky. They're like, stay away from the spooky tree. No no one. No one has mentioned (laughs) it. So that tree was... But I do think that also when she first saw it, she wasn't really tapped into her powers at all.
0: Yeah. But she did get a... She did have a feeling. I've I've never seen a tree and been like, I have to stay away from that.
1: I mean I've seen trees that look pretty gnarly and uh it's more like oh that's an interesting tree not it's clearly someone died and became a tree that's the tree that I want to check out
0: I want to check out the spooky trees yeah the dead tree
1: Yeah, yeah like I, I'm I'm hoping that as charm comes out that we well I mean also cherish she's a gargoyle for longer
0: in cherish. Yeah, I also so I, she- I have a I have a speculation for charm that um from this you know scene with the watch where Hudson says something about how how's your leg Reginald? He's he's bringing up that that he obviously has hurt Reginald's leg at some point which would have had to have been before he was killed by Jackson. So I'm thinking that in Charm, we're going to get a scene of, I mean, it would be the only, why would she? Th- why would Tracy put that in there? It's almost like.
1: Was it not during the fight where Mackay got really is, hurt? You're right.
0: Well, no, because
1: Hudson wasn't. I don't remember H- any of the guards getting particularly no, hurt in any particular Hudson way. Hudson wasn't out
0: of Grace's head yet. No, but it wouldn't have mattered to him, because he would have still experienced it. Yeah, but he wouldn't have been able to be the one to hurt Reginald's leg. He was saying it.
1: I don't know, then.
0: Uh, We'll see.
1: I don't Um, know. But I'm I'm
0: hoping that she's a bit
1: cooler, because, like, Hudson goes, do you know what gargoyles can do when it's really cool? And then she uses a power that's not even a gargoyle power. So what was he expecting her to do?
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe maybe because he knows that they use that they can use earth magic and he's already seen her make pretty flowers and heal a tree, maybe he knew that she would be <laughs> able to do something. I'm also sad that the giants didn't help. They gave them
1: a back door. They literally got out the back door and then the giants just watched this maybe happen. Maybe they
0: distracted or tried to distract them. We don't know where they were. Maybe
1: but also, I thought that the giants would also be equally angry about their forest being destroyed,
0: attacked.
1: Yeah. Dunno. But we never, we never see the giants no, again. No, we
0: don't. Maybe we will in, in the next book. Who knows? All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, make sure that you join the Facebook group at Crave the Book Podcast Tea Room. I always forget that. I don't know why. Crave the book podcast tea room on <laughs> Facebook, and you can and uh, let let us know in there like whether you're planning on going to visit
1: Tracy during her yeah trip. yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to know who's who's getting tickets because also apparently don't just get the tickets to get there like don't just buy the the coach or train or plane or car tickets or whatever <laughs> to get there also check where she is going to be to see whether you need to book tickets for the actual event because there are some that don't need tickets but there are some that yeah. do phoenix mentioned that the other day which is why i'm waiting to book my tickets to barcelona because there is no point in me booking flights now and then waiting for tickets to go on sale for the the event and that then actually realizing that those tickets have sold and i need to go to a different country instead yeah I have I have the whole of Europe that I could go to. I could go to Germany. I could go to France. I could go to Spain. And I could go to Italy. Um, can't remember the other countries that are on her European tour. But I'm happy to travel to any of them. But because I speak fluent Spanish, I thought that Spanish would be the best.
0: And my French is so rusty. Oh, and if she if she doesn't so, speak so Spanish, you could translate for her.
1: Uh, yeah, when I say I'm fluent... Um, <clears throat> <laughs> she can ask what the
0: bathroom is and... Ask you for oh, a yeah. glass of water. I can.
1: I can order a mean <laughs> hot chocolate, churros. <and>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, hopefully the we rambled a lot at the beginning, but hopefully you laughed a lot because I thought this episode was pretty funny. And um, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing the yes. title. We'll see you next week. <laughs> bye bye.